Welcome to the ParkCast series, episode 35, Paired Reading and Other Literacy Interventions in Child Welfare. The ParkCast series brings evidence-informed child welfare practice to life by highlighting literature reviews from the Particle Archives. This podcast discusses research and practice implications of evidence-based literacy interventions for children and youth involved in child welfare, with a special focus on the paired reading intervention. A summary of research findings and limitations helps frame and define paired reading, as well as lay guidelines for its use in practice. Finally, factors of the care environment are discussed and included in a brief overview of alternative interventions. Introduction to Literacy Measuring literacy in children and youth involved in the child welfare system has been challenged in the literature, unraveling the many and often complicated factors associated with literacy in this population. This particle seeks to make sense of the findings while focusing on what can be done for children and youth who are living with parents or kin, or children and youth living in out-of-home care. Defining Literacy Despite its tendency to be understood as a singular, straightforward competency, literacy is actually presented as an umbrella term for many more detailed skills pertaining to the overall ability to read. Interventions aimed at improving literacy often focus on one or a small grouping of these skills, such as writing, spelling, and oral language ability. Other literacy skills, such as alphabetic knowledge, refer to the ability of a child to connect sounds to letters and recognize or distinguish between letter shapes. Phonological awareness is the skill of linking sounds with letters and forming words unabated, while fluency is the skill of reading aloud multiple words in a sentence in a way that flows easily, free of stammer or repetition. Each skill measures a component of literacy and can help in understanding specific strengths and challenges in a child's reading progression. Well-used standardized tools have been developed to measure these skills individually and contribute important statistical information into the dearth of knowledge on this subject. This particle will highlight literature on the paired reading intervention as a way to improve literacy rates of children and youth. Questions to promote discussion and critical thinking are dispersed throughout the podcast. We recommend you think about the issue you are trying to learn more about and critical ways to interpret the data presented. The State of Literacy for Children in Care Preliminary reports of literacy rates within the child welfare population are disconcerting in the least. Literature shows a low average rating of said group in multiple key literacy factors, including phonological awareness, alphabetic knowledge and oral language ability, as well as average reading ability, and writing and spelling. Other various academic risk factors compound the problem by contributing to a child's overall performance in school. In a literature review on academic and school functioning behaviors of students living in out-of-home care, aggregates from multiple published works found that over one-third of children living in out-of-home care perform below their school grade level in multiple academic areas. This disproportionality between students living in out-of-home care and the population of children and youth who are not involved in child welfare is also represented in higher-than-average rates of enrollment in special education curriculum and rates of school discipline. Overall, results of these studies paint a bleak picture for children living in out-of-home care, illuminating the multiple academic challenges that are not being adequately addressed by the educational and child welfare systems. Methods matter. Aggregates are collections of many cases of related data, 
or in this case, data sets. When put together and analyzed, aggregate data can tell us a lot about a certain population. Disproportionate findings show that the population being studied either overrepresents or underrepresents a certain characteristic when compared to the more general population. Quality of topic research. It is important to discuss overall quality of the research being conducted on educational interventions in child welfare. While some studies have shown important findings on the academic status of children and youth in the child welfare system, they are mostly cross-sectional and lack comprehensive and or complete analyses of academic functioning. Without a full understanding of the academic problems faced by children living in out-of-home care, we cannot properly design interventions that will improve specific skills. As well, rigorous research that compares literacy competencies to environmental factors, such as foster care placement or relationship with parents, is by and large absent from the body of knowledge. This lack of information presents major limitations within the realm of child welfare and must be addressed when assessing literacy interventions. What does exist is very preliminary research on educational outcomes, though it can be argued that the current knowledge base is tenable enough to associate poor school performance with foster care. Most of what is presented originates from exploratory investigations that present common educational challenges of children living in out-of-home care across multiple contexts. Methods matter. A cross-sectional study measures something about a population at a certain point in time only, and does not examine changes over time. Therefore, cross-sectional studies can be quite limiting in terms of findings and cannot fully detect the cause of something. Exploratory investigations seek to learn more about a certain subject or effect of something on a population. This design does not use a randomized controlled trial and therefore cannot detect causality when compared to a more general population. Thinking critically. How do findings in the literature compare to your experiences with children living in out-of-home care? Do you see similarities between different reading deficits discussed here and those found in the children you work with? Is there anything that is missing? How can we better measure literacy in students who are involved in child welfare? Paired reading as an intervention. Knowledge of specific literacy interventions and their efficacy is critical to addressing the problem of reading deficits of children involved with child welfare. Paired reading is a relationship-oriented, co-led intervention that aims to improve reading skills in children and youth. This intervention utilizes specific techniques that will be discussed below that can be adopted in a reading dyad that trigger the development of the reader in a positive way. Paired Reading Intervention Process Despite some literature using paired reading as a category of reading techniques, the term actually references a specific evidence-based reading intervention that promotes learning and growth in young readers by working with material that is slightly above their reading comprehension. The first step in initiating paired reading is assessing where a reader fits in relation to their grade level reading score, then choosing reading material that challenges them to read one small step ahead of their current skill. This exposes the reader to new words, sentence structures, and passages while learning within the supportive relationship with a caregiver. Assessing the grade level of a reader can be easily done with a number of standardized tools, though this is most commonly completed by a teacher and reported back to the caregiver. An easy way to assess the readability and appropriateness of a book is the five-finger test. Step 1. Open a page at random. Step 2. Spread five fingers on one hand. Step 3. 
Place fingertips on page at random. Step 4. Child attempts to read five words on fingertips. Step 5. Repeat on another four pages. If the child has struggled on several but less than five words, the book is appropriate. This is the five-finger test. After choosing the right book, both the caregiver and reader will attempt to read the book simultaneously using the pace of the reader as a guide. This is themed reading together. When the reader has trouble with a word, the caregiver will say the word in its proper pronunciation and then allow the reader to repeat it correctly before moving on. After the reader feels confident enough to read unsupported, they will give a cue, a knock, a nudge, or verbal to the caregiver, who will then praise the reader for taking the initiative. Praise is repeated continuously throughout the rest of the process as a positive reinforcement tool whenever the reader successfully completes a passage or self-corrects. This phase is termed reading alone. When the reader struggles on a word for more than four seconds, the caregiver will model the proper pronunciation, wait for the reader to repeat, and reinitiate the process from simultaneous reading. At partcanada.org, you can access the written literature review format of this particle, which provides a paired reading diagram that summarizes the intervention in chart form. Most literature will suggest shorter and more frequent reading sessions to keep the reader actively engaged. On average, the paired reading intervention should be completed three to five times per week for 10 to 15 minutes each. Benefits of implementing paired reading include an easily taught intervention for caregivers, a strengths-based approach that promotes a positive and encouraging learning experience, transferability between all reading levels, caregiver relationships, and backgrounds, developing the bond between caregiver and child in an intimate environment, giving the child more control over reading content and pacing, a focus on understanding the meaning of words instead of just mechanical learning, a low-impact intervention that is flexible on timing, support, and level of interest. Evaluating paired reading in child welfare. As described above, the knowledge base on literacy among children and youth involved with child welfare is somewhat limited in scope. This gap is perhaps illuminated when focusing on paired reading, though some seminal studies have helped develop early findings on this intervention when used within a child welfare context. Two trials of note evaluated the use of paired reading for children living in out-of-home care in England and Sweden, reporting the ratio gain on graded reading level assessments with pre- and post-measures. Results were calculated by comparing the change in children's assessed grade-level reading to their chronological age over a 16-week period, then comparing the results to the trajectories taken before the intervention. Biological ages of participants range between 4 and 12 years old, with the mean age of children involved recorded at 9 years and 4 months, while the mean grade-level reading age within this group was 8 years. Findings yielded strong average gains of 2.75 to 2.96 grade-level reading years per calendar year when using this intervention. This means that children learned reading skills up to three times faster when using paired reading. Children who scored low reading levels compared to their chronological age showed larger gains than children who scored average and above average readers, though all reported some improvement. These studies also generated interesting information on paired reading through semi-structured qualitative interviews of the caregivers involved. Respondents reported that impacts of paired reading may result in confidence and motivation for a child, while also stating a mutual enjoyment of the paired reading process. 
Both studies use similar methods and measures, though the transnational study replication helps strengthen results by increasing the applicability of the intervention over various countries and contexts. These studies use a single-system, time-series design to take multiple measures over 16 months, using one intervention group each. Challenges associated with this design include low generalizability of findings and an absence of a control group. Researchers emphasize the need for longitudinal experimental studies of paired reading, using the child welfare population to help achieve more conclusive results. Methods matter. Single system and time series designs involve a single case or group that receives an intervention. Measures are taken at baseline and at multiple points post-intervention within a specific range of time. Generalizability refers to the extent to which the findings of a study can be generalized or transferred to a broader population. Paired reading literature from outside child welfare. Contrary to its underrepresentation in child welfare specific research, paired reading is a well evaluated intervention in various other domains. In a literature review that included 19 control and comparison studies, Average gains in the paired reading groups were 2.1 times larger than the control groups. Control groups were used as a comparison with similar demographic representation that did not receive the intervention. This helps to measure the effect of an intervention by measuring it against a sample of the same population. Though these studies lack a child welfare context, their outcomes add to the overall efficacy of the intervention. The success of paired reading in the general population proves its worth as a strong tool for improving literacy, though practitioners should be wary of the fact that it has had only basic testing in child welfare. Thinking critically. What significant differences might present themselves when comparing the paired reading studies in Europe to the context of North America? What challenges might you find in implementing paired reading with your clients? How can this information be transferred to all types of caregivers? for example, biological parents or foster parents. The Care Setting and Alternative Interventions Literature on literacy in children and youth involved with child welfare tend to focus on important environmental components that have a bearing on the child's learning outcomes. Central to this discussion is the study of caregiver-child interactions and its impact on literacy. Children with caregivers that actively engage them in academic activities in the home are associated with positive academic literacy, as well as higher overall achievement in school. A proactive home can have significant effects on the performance of children and youth involved with child welfare, and favoring literacy in this setting helps promote healthy reading routines. Caregiver expectations also play a role within this relationship, with higher expectations correlating to high academic success in children. Characteristics of the home and caregiver Within the relational dynamics of reading together, studies have found other important variables that contribute to increasing literacy. A study of 87 developmentally at-risk children involved in child welfare services found various characteristics associated with literacy in the child's first three years of life, including frequent reading in the home and caregivers' understanding of the child's reading level. Interactive one-on-one -on -one reading characteristics associated with high language skills within this cohort included use of expansions, labeling, and questions during the reading process. Researchers look specifically for tools that will increase verbal input during reading, 
as this interactive approach is proven to heighten early literacy development in children. Physical interactivity is also seen as an important component of literacy. Friendly, safe, and positive caregiver-child relationships create a solid foundation for a learning environment at home. Studies on long-term impacts of the caregiver and home setting have also illuminated more longitudinal implications on literacy. Research on young adults who have aged out of care has found that a focus on extracurricular academic activities, including reading and writing, in child welfare placements led to higher rates of high school completion, as well as higher rates of college enrollment. In a Swedish study comparing care leavers from long-term out-of-home care to those who received an in-home academic intervention before their teens, young adults with early in-home academic interventions scored lower risk factors on a host of future psychosocial problems. Some of these risks include suicide attempts, substance use, criminality from age 20, and public welfare dependency from age 25. Other characteristics of the home and caregiver that are associated with higher rates of literacy and academic achievement in the literature include time spent in each placement while in out-of-home care, longer periods and more placement stability are associated with high academic performance, intimate family-oriented environments, academically stimulating and organized home care settings, caregivers that adapt the placement to a child's individual learning needs, positive educational and reading attitudes in caregivers. Related Alternative Interventions Other interventions that aim to boost literacy skills in children have been tested for reliability, though none have been substantially used in studies that include a child welfare population. Many of these methods endeavor to increase fluency and reader confidence by focusing on text difficulty and utilizing some kind of modeling, prompting, practice, and feedback technique. Following is a short list of popular reading interventions similar to paired reading. Repeated reading. Repeated reading aims to improve the automaticity of a reader by repeating the same 100-word passage until they reach a level of 100 words per minute. The reader begins by reading the passage aloud to a caregiver, then rereads the same phrase multiple times in silence with continuous oral attempts until the automaticity criteria is met. Neurological Impress Method The reader and caregiver verbalize a passage in unison while the caregiver speaks directly into the reader's right ear and follows the words simultaneously with their finger. The process is not interrupted for corrections, as Neurological Impress Method is intended to model fluency and accuracy in reading. Talking Books Talking books are audio tape recordings of actual books. Special attention has been given to talking books that stress phrases and cue page turning. Readers should follow along to the audio tape verbally and or with a finger on the text under the supervision of a caregiver. Assisted reading. Assisted reading refers to a number of different reading strategies that include synchronous reading with special attention to helping with difficult words. Thinking critically. How can we help develop care settings that are proactive to children's reading? What are some of the challenges to implementing this in clients' homes? Conclusions and practice points. This podcast has discussed paired reading in the context of child welfare, while noting key research points and limitations. 
other important environmental factors related to the caregiver-child relationship in child welfare residential care settings were framed as important components of addressing literacy challenges for children living in out-of-home care. This final section will pull from the learnings above to make notes on other implications for practice. Literacy and Individualization Caregivers and parents who understand the value of making individualized efforts to engage children in reading will find more success in the literacy outcomes of those placed under their care. Emphasizing this while providing tangible information on the above techniques gives concrete guidance for the provision of literacy interventions. We know from the literature that education outcomes of children are profoundly affected by the home setting and that children living in out-of-home care have far more residential moves that can engage them on this level. Thankfully, studies have proved that the caregiver influence on educational outcomes is not predicted by biological relationship, but instead is heavily reliant on engagement factors, such as educational attitudes, book reading practices, and interest in reading-related activities. Educational expectations and aspirations of both the child and caregiver are also strongly correlated to reading level and indicate that an underlying motivational factor leads to more proactivity in reading behavior. These variables are the precursor to having a positive impact on a child's reading level through using an intervention such as paired reading. Practitioners need to be aware that building these competencies in a home are all a part of promoting literacy. Exposure to reading material. As an important component to a pro-literacy home environment, Appropriate and adequate reading material must be made available. For children living in out-of-home care or living with families that have a low socioeconomic status, it might be challenging to connect them with books that nurture further growth in literacy. Programs that disseminate reading material to children involved with child welfare exist in some regions of Ontario and England and aim to improve reading skills for this population by exposing them to new and challenging books. Preliminary evaluations of these programs show increased involvement in reading and early gains on standardized reading scores for children receiving the reading packages. While the intervention is being discussed as a tangible, youth-friendly model that addresses the reading level inequity in child welfare. However, these programs lack rigorous evaluation, with the Canadian program currently completely unevaluated, and should be used as a component of literacy intervention connecting children with material to then initiate further structured engagement. Implementing reading interventions. Reading interventions discussed in this podcast are often touted as being easily implemented and low impact. Specifically, paired reading has been measured as an effective short blast intervention that can be conducted within a limited time frame and within the proxy of competing caregiver demands. This point should be emphasized when implementing reading interventions with caregivers. As well, techniques utilized in reading interventions are in no way specialized. Most caregivers will find easy uptake in acquiring the skills necessary to properly use paired reading or other reading interventions, lowering the impact of training. When looking at the feasibility of a reading intervention in a home, consider the following questions. Does the home provide appropriate quality and quantity of reading materials? What are the reading and educational attitudes of the caregiver and child? What are some competing demands of care in the home? What is the reading level of the child? How has this been addressed by their school? What does the literature say about the use of reading interventions in this specific context? 
As always, approaching the issue with an evidence-informed scope can help make a knowledgeable decision by considering how client history, practitioner knowledge, and research evidence contribute to the case. You have been listening to the Parkcast series, episode 35, Paired Reading and Other Literacy Interventions in Child Welfare. The Parkcast series is produced by Practice and Research Together, a membership-based organization that promotes the understanding and use of evidence-informed practice at all levels of the child welfare system. For more information about and additional resources on this episode's topic, the Parkcast series, or Practice and Research Together, please visit www.parkcanada.org. Stay up to date by following us on Twitter at ParkedEIP. That's P-A-R-T-E-I-P.